Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Save What Again Billy podcast. In last week's news, because I'm filming this episode a little late, on June 3rd of last week, the astronaut named Edward H. White became the first American to walk in space during the flight of Gemini 4. Also, this past week, on the Jersey Shore, a gigantic partial skull was found. Now, I'm not sure what part of the Jersey Shore it was washed up on. Uh, it could be Wildwood, LBI, uh, Seaside Heights, but a almost bird-like beak. It was gigantic in size. Um, the width of combined like two people um, side by side, not vertically, was found on the sea- on the shore of the Jersey Shore. It was reported on New York 4 News, and I found it very interesting because no one really knew at the time what it was, and I'm still looking into it, and it has not yet been identified. In other news, I'm sure everybody heard that the New York Times did a report that UFOs are not of alien life. They are not alien. The government and the New York Times put out a report that these objects that have been flying around the sky on Catalina Island off the coast of California, the Navy ships that seen these unidentified flying objects, these objects are reported not to be alien of nature, but yet are still not known what they are. They are alluding to possibly being some kind of super fast supersonic technology, possibly by Russia or China, but yet they did not conclude that it could possibly be aliens. They just said it was not alien in nature, just unidentified flying objects, USOs, or what the government calls unidentified aerial phenomenons. Um, I'm going to get more into that. Also, in other news, The Conjuring, the new movie, I believe it's called The Devil Made Me Do It, is now out in movie theaters and on HBO Max. If you are a fan of Ed and Lorraine Warren, this is another movie that is based on their investigations in their paranormal life together. Um, I am a big fan of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Some of their stories um, that are that are out there in movie form and in story form are very great, but The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, is now out on HBO Max and is in the cinema, which I hope everyone is enjoying the let-up of COVID and going to the movies again. My movie that I'm waiting to see, unfortunately, doesn't come out until November, and if you've been following the show, you'll know that it's Ghostbusters Afterlife. So this show is going to be titled The Evidence is There. And this past week with that New York Times report that I just spoke about in my news segment, it actually kind of upset me. There is a show on the Travel Channel and on Discovery Plus, Paranormal Caught on Camera. And it is something that I watch religiously. And there are so many UFO videos on that show. And there have been so many UFO videos that have been surfacing via Twitter and on news reports and on news stations that it just makes you wonder why they would put out something that would say it's not alien, it's something else. Now, I believe the end to my last podcast episode, episode 24, I had said something to the extent that the technology that these government officials and military are filming in the sky are going at speeds and making movements that are unheard of. Now, Of course, maybe the government said what they said in a report and the New York Times put it out for a reason. If they tell people, 
in the day and age that we are in that there are aliens, people may actually just start to spaz out and lose their cool. And who knows what people would do if they found out aliens did exist. It would be a conflict in religion. It would be a conflict into what many people believe. Maybe there would still be non-believers, so on and so forth. But going back to the ships in the sky and the government basically saying they're not alien, but they still don't know what it is. Let me start with this. What I ended with my last episode. The technology that we're seeing in these videos and what the military is recording is technology that I'm not a scientist and I'm not an astrologer. I'm not a biochemist. I'm not anything that has a MDP, you know, anything like that. But I could say this, the speeds that they are going, other fish officials and other scientists have said that if they were manned by something in the air, that they would be... Anyone piloting these things would be just incinerated and or crushed by the force, the G-force that these things are going. They're going into the water at a high rate of speed, anywhere from Mach 3 to Mach 5 or maybe even more, going into the water and shooting out of the water and going into the sky and then ultimately vanishing. Some of these things are flying in formation, like the triangular UFOs that I have spoke of. And then they're just disappearing. Now, if it's a triangular UFO and there's three separate UFOs, that means they're vanishing on their own. But when they're in this triangular-shaped formation, they form this big triangle. And for something that gigantic to be seen by the points in the sky for maybe anywhere from three to five minutes, maybe a little less, a little longer, ultimately disappearing is technology that we don't have. We don't have technology that can go those speeds and do what these guys, these things are doing, rather. And I don't think China nor Russia has the technology either. We beat Russia to the moon, apparently, quote-unquote. And China, we don't really know what's going on there because they tend, or what we know, is that the Chinese media tends to put out what they want to put out so that we think we know what they're doing, but we really don't. Now, I don't think China has technology like that. And the reason being is just the physics of it. These things are going at high rate of speeds, they're making turns, um, and they're disappearing, and they're going into the water and coming back out. I don't think any country in this entire world has any technology to be doing what these things are doing. Now, someone brought to my attention is maybe they're possibly piloted, not from within the ship, but elsewhere. I don't think there is a ship out there that can be piloted from like almost like a remote control car type, you know, remote. These things are doing things that take precision as if they need to be piloted by something. You know, going into the water, if this thing has a camera, it has to have a really good camera to take on those speeds and crash into the water. And then the person that is maybe potentially piloting it from a handheld device has to be an expert at what they do. To, to pilot something like that at those speeds and be able to see what's going on and make those turns, make those, you know, go into those speeds, go into those dives into the water and then ultimately vanish. And who who could say that these remotes have that much range where they're just vanishing? Like, where do they go? You know, what's the range on the remotes? If they're not piloted physically, what are the range in the remote controls that can make these things do that? It's almost impossible to comprehend and I feel like wholeheartedly that we don't have technology anywhere in the world to do something like that. I really do believe that to this day, these things that are coming are still potentially 
aliens. I they have to be something that's not of this earth because they're doing things that we don't have on this earth to begin with. And I wasn't really disappointed with the news coming out. Um, I have a conversation with my barber, who's my best friend, all the time about UFOs. And he goes from one extreme to the other. Yes, I believe in them. No, I don't believe in them. They're biblical, maybe. Maybe they're angels. Maybe they're demons. So I'm actually doing this episode, The Evidence is There, more for the skeptics, if any skeptics actually listen to my show, to actually listen to me and hear me out. Now, the whole fact of the matter is, he actually brought up a good point. He says in the Bible that you will be basically bamboozled and you'll be fooled and you'll be blinded to what's really going on. What you see will actually be evil. Now, he tends to believe that what these things are, because basically the news dropped that they aren't anything extraterrestrial. They may be other countries, you know, high-tech experiments, so on and so forth. He says that the things that they're doing are almost science fiction type biblical stuff. Maybe it's a possibility they could be angels and demons. And I can kind of agree with him to an extent because no one has really seen an angel or demon to say this is what it's, you know, this is what it looks like. You know, we have demonic possessions where they go into somebody and you're basically seeing that person possessed by a demon. So you don't necessarily see what the demon per se looks like. And angels, people maybe are visited or see something in their dream. We have reports of what they could be like. I mean, you know, usually it's a white blur light and there's a voice. But maybe these things are probably something biblical in the sky. I'm going to go with, I still think they're extraterrestrial. I think the government's not ready to potentially release that something that's not from this earth is living in outer space and visiting us because that would send a lot of people in a lot of countries into some form of maybe a panic. And now that COVID-19 is, you know, in my theory, kind of slowing down or is slowing down where we're going places, people are vaccinated and masks aren't on anymore. I really do believe that dropping a news report like that, that aliens are real, is something that people are not ready for, even though they kind of dropped it during COVID and really no one was paying any mind that, hey, the Pentagon just said these things in the air are definitely UFOs. I felt like they kind of timed everything the right way. Maybe they did it for a reason. But this past week, the report came out from the New York Times that it is not anything that is alien of nature. So they say, so they believe. It's not concrete. They think that it's other countries. Um, or it could be something else. So it really wasn't a definitive concrete report on what it was because we really don't have any answers. They just released that it wasn't aliens. And I really do think they did that for a reason. My opinion, I still believe it's something extraterrestrial. And that's just my opinion. But the evidence is there. There has been UFO sightings for since the probably like 1930s. Uh, that can be reported and documented. You know, we had Roswell, we had the Foo Fighters during the World Wars, or one of the two World Wars. We've had countless upgrades in technology where people had cameras. Um, we had the Polaroids, then we had 35 millimeter film, then we got the video cameras, the big bulky ones that go on your shoulder. Then we get, ended up getting digital cameras, and we have our phones now that take photos. We have so much evidence of things in the sky that it's hard for people to believe. Well, it's, for me, it's hard to believe that people can't believe there's something else out there. Now, maybe there isn't aliens or you could say, well, I believe in UFOs, but I don't believe in aliens. So if you believe in UFOs, potentially UFOs are real because we're seeing them. And news reports are basically dropping the news every 
pretty much every week. Even the government is dropping the news. So I, I can, you know, basically concur with people that, okay, you believe in UFOs, the proof is there, but there isn't no proof of aliens. Now, if you go back to the Roswell thing, it was covered up within a day. There's, there was a report that something was pulled out that did not look really human, but it looked similar to a human. Now, that's all the way back in Roswell times, I believe 1947, around there, somewhere around there. Um, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but there's been evidence about UFOs and a little bit of evidence about aliens. Now, we see this stuff every single day, almost every day, every month. I go on Twitter, I follow a Twitter page that's uh, Paranormal News, and they're always dropping links and photos and videos of certain things. The other day I saw a video of something that was in um, India of this figure that's walking that really blew up the Indian news. It looked crazy. It didn't look human. It looked lanky. There's also multiple, multiple multitude of UFO stuff that gets on that site and that I see. And they're very similar to what's been being seen weekly with this triangular shaped object. And there's other videos that, you know, there's a gigantic ball in the sky or orb. I wish at the time I had a camera to take a photo of what I saw that night in 1995 because that might have been one of the best evidence uh, photos of a UFO, one of the best pieces of evidence ever. I could remember what it looked like. I said I was going to draw it a couple episodes ago and put it on my Instagram page. I'll remember to do that this week for sure. But what I saw wasn't a ball uh, of really bright light. It wasn't triangular. It was saucer-shaped. It was yellow glowing. And it was so vivid that I could see the black windows within the UFO. Now, again, the evidence is there. There's a multitude of videos. There's a multitude of photos. There's reports of men in black. There's reports of people in government agencies being um, visited by these people, telling them to keep their mouth shut with certain things, people vanishing. Um, the Skinwalker Ranch show that's on the Discovery Plus app. There's a whole area in Arizona, I believe it is, that is just everything that goes on there. There's UFO sightings. There's Skinwalker sightings. There's uh, radiation poisoning there at random times. You go to one spot one day, the radiation is there. You go to the spot the next day, the radiation is gone. And it's a literal six to eight episode show about stuff that's going on there that even potentially the Pentagon or the government was actually researching it themselves. And the current owner of the ranch called in a scientist to conduct studies that were ongoing for many years to find out what's really going on. And on this show, there are sightings and there are sightings that correlate with mutilation and deaths of cattle. There's, there's a cow on the episode, one of the episodes, that literally died after the UFO was filmed over the cow. It died of pneumonia because the stress from an animal can affect the animal's lungs and liquid and water gets into the lungs and the cow died. That's evidence. This actually happened. It was filmed. There is not just, if you don't want to say, I don't want to look at a TV show, there are other things that have been filmed that are around the news and around the internet that you could simply go to. Now, are there people that fake things and are really good at it? Absolutely, 110%. I could put a friend of mine's face into another person's celebrity's body and make it look like it's legitimate, and I can do this from my phone. I learned how to be good on my phone and do these types of things, and it's very easy to fake things, and I've actually fooled people pretty much a couple times with some of the photos that I've cropped together. I can make banners and do certain things from my phone. So yes, there is potential for people to fake things. There was an actual app that I used for fun many years ago. It was called FX Guru or something like that. 
and you can literally make a UFO appear over the sky. It looked very animated. It didn't look good, but other people are good at doing things from a computer and editing and so on and so forth. You know, we got fooled with Loch Ness many years ago. We got fooled with the famous Bigfoot photo uh, video where, you know, he's walking hunched over with his arms swinging and that's kind of almost been debunked. I would say it has been debunked. It might have been a man in in an ape soup. But then there's other sightings of Bigfoot and other sounds that we don't know. And those videos and recordings are borderline genuine or if not really hard to fake like the um lake champlain monster that photo that was taken by that lady was analyzed by people that are specialists in photographing and taking photos and it has said to been a legitimate photo it was untouched it was unedited and it was a legitimate photo unlike the loch ness photo from many years back that really couldn't tell if it was fake or not or what it was in the water judging by the distance of whoever took the photo, which, again, was debunked, if you followed along with my podcast episodes thus far. The evidence is there. Now we're going to take it to the ghost level. Now, there's so many shows that have paranormal investigators catching EVPs, catching photos, and catching things that happen. Now, there's a lot of episodes where things move. People say, well, you could put that on a string. And if you have people really analyze certain things on where the camera's pan, uh, video, uh, filming and where it's panning and things start to move, there's certain techniques you could use to detect if it was a rope, if it was a string, if it was being pulled. There's a famous video, I believe it's in Ireland, of a school and things were happening at night and lockers were opening, lockers were going up the wall, chairs were moving, people were brought in there to investigate. Nothing was altered, nothing was u- nothing was made to make that film. There's evidence of paranormal happenings that are undoxed, unedited, and they're all over TV shows and the internet. We have the orb theory. We have the shadow figure thing. There's videos of shadow figures moving in a manner that a shadow would not be able to do if if it was, per se, your, your shadow. The evidence of ghosts is a little bit more harder to believe because it's very easy to edit those things. Like again, you could try to look for a string if something's moving in a video. If you have a ring doorbell and something is filmed, um, a couple episodes back, I forgot where it happened, but I had made a news um, segment about a ring doorbell went off and it filmed something that looked like a child running and the police were called and the police actually physically seen this object or figure running down the street until they ultimately lost it and didn't know where it went and they thought it was a child running that was originally filmed from a ring or some kind of alarm that goes on a door. And now this is a police report that came out. Now if you listen to a couple of episodes back, that's where you can hear that news article and that's where you can get the exact information because I'm drawing a blank right now because I really didn't touch that. I'm flowing with the episode right now about evidence and things like that. But you can actually look that up and it was documented by a police department in that state, in that city. Now, police officers are not going to lie. I reiterate what I said in the past episodes. Police officers, if they say something that is out of this world, you are going to expect them to go on some kind of medical leave until they evaluated by a psychologist and they're fit to go back on duty. If I was a police officer and I went to my sergeant, lieutenant, or captain and said, Hey, Sarge, I went to this person's house. 
I rang the bell. They allowed me to come into their house because they thought someone was in there. I saw things fly off the shelf. Then I saw a shadow figure run by me. I drew my weapon, but there was nothing there. I searched the house, couldn't find it. Do you know what they're going to say to that police officer? Or are they going to say to me if I said something like that? They're going to say, EOT, which means end the tour, and we're going to schedule for your psyche eval. You know, or if your body camera, if you're a police officer, which every police officer pretty much wears a body camera now, if it happened to record that, that would be your only piece of evidence. But things that are documented by police officers, and especially that 911 calls go over in, um, on a, it's called Central, or a, another station, and the calls are relayed to police officers, everything is recording. So 911 calls and police reports are very, very valuable to anything that's paranormal because that is concrete proof. Government and official documentation from actual officials like police officers, doctors, so on and so forth, that's very, very big. And this, this particular instance that I was talking about was a documented police case about something running around on a ring doorbell, the police were called, chased it down, it vanished. The evidence is there for a lot of things in regards to the paranormal, from UFOs to the cryptids that we see in the woods, that we see in the sky. On the show Paranormal Code on Tape, Code on Camera, always mix it up, there are people on that show that started the Weird New Jersey magazine many years ago when I had started my paranormal research group. There was a whole magazine about one state, New Jersey, and all the weird things that happened in New Jersey. And they formed a magazine and they published it and people bought it because things happen in New Jersey. And there's a whole gigantic magazine about it. I may actually still have some of these magazines lying around. And then they went on to do like weird United States and weird whatever. These two people that made the Weird New Jersey magazine and pieced together all these ghost stories and happenings in New Jersey are on this show for a reason. And they are on this show analyzing people's videos and trying to see what's going on in them. And a lot of these videos and photos that are on this show, Paranormal Caught on Camera or Caught on Tape, are legitimate because they don't want to be talking about something fake on the show. The people on the show analyze everything and say, I don't think this could be a fake because of this reason, X and Y. And they even go into analyzing things that move on camera that are being filmed from a so-called haunting. And they say, if this was a string, it would be at this angle. You notice how this happened and this happened. And a lot of times, and a lot of these videos with paranormal happenings, there's pets involved. And the pet's actually staring at nothing. And if something was faked by a pet, if you had a pet dog or you had a pet cat, and you're in the room trying to do something to make it look like it's paranormal, the chances are your pet, furry or feline or uh, canine, is going to look at you trying to bamboozle people. And a lot of these videos with pets involved, they're looking at an empty wall. And then when something happens, they run off. Their owner's not in the room in some of these videos. Because if the owner was in the room, you're guaranteed that they would pay attention to the owner. If you have a really loyal dog, when you're in the room, that dog wants to look at you and look at you only. If you're trying to do something that's funny or fake or you're going to stage something, the chances of that pet looking at you is more probable than not looking at you. Because if you tell your dog, look at the wall and just make believe something's there, the dog's not going to understand that. You're lucky if a dog understands sit, roll over, and play dead. So a lot of these videos on that show happen to have pets involved and they make statements, these people on the show, analyzing the video that, hey, that pet is there and this would be hard to fake because that pet is not paying attention to the owner if the owner was there trying to fake something. A lot of the evidence is there. Now, it just really goes to the skeptics to how much you want to believe. 
I have gone on many occasions to show people things that I thought were real via YouTube or Twitter or other outlets, trying to let them watch a certain thing and see if they think it's real or fake. Matter of fact, an episode of my favorite show, two, three weeks ago, I showed it to my mom and I says, what do you think that was? She said it was freaky, but it could have been this, it could have been that, it could have been a mask. My father-in-law, I showed the same episode a little bit longer ago than that, and he said it could have been a whole bunch of things. My wife obviously doesn't like this stuff at all. She actually seen this particular episode where I would say is one of the best clips I've seen on the show, top five on the Paranormal Court on Tape, and it was something that I was showing people to ask their opinion. Now, my barber, who happens to be my best friend, his name is Charlie, um, I don't even know if he's yet to listen to the podcast because I mention him a lot. Um, I think he's too lazy to download whatever he needs to download to listen to podcasts, but my podcast is on a lot of outlets at the moment, Google Play and Spotify and Apple iTunes, but anyways, I, 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 I digress with that. The fact of the matter is, I talk to him a lot and he is very religious. He's kind of went through a metanoia. If so, if you're Catholic or Christian, you'll know what that term is. It's basically finding God and really changing your life around for the religious reasons. It's called a metanoia. Um, there's other basic branches of the definition, but he tends to believe that anything paranormal, if they're ghosts, they're really demons because in the Bible it says certain things, and if you're seeing things in the skies, those can be angels and demons. So anything really equates, in his eyes, to something being biblical. My thing is, this world has so much that is still undiscovered. We have not discovered things in the depths of the ocean. There are things being uncovered, like the Jersey Shore news that I gave you at the beginning of the episode. There are things still being uncovered. Little islands with people that... No one's ever seen before. Parts of the rainforest, there was Dead Sea Scrolls found not too long ago that weren't found before. These, these were additional Dead Sea Scrolls that were more found. We're getting bleeps from space, blips from space, I'm sorry. We're getting these objects in the skies. We're uncovering things in the water. I watched a show on History Channel via Discovery uh, Plus app, um, Cooper's Gold it was called, and... The story is really crazy. It's not paranormal related, but I would recommend watching Cooper's Gold. And the way this particular group of people found this, or this one individual who orchestrated this treasure hunt, the way they found this gold and this treasure was from outer space. It's actually a really good show. My wife put me onto it. You should give it a look. But moral of the story is what I'm trying to say is people are discovering things still in year 2021. There are things undiscovered. So for you to go into a biblical sense, I will not take that away. I will not, not I will not knock religion. I'm religious to an extent, but to believe that it's all religion and nothing new or nothing undiscovered is kind of ludicrous to me. The galaxy and space is so vast. To actually think that we are sitting alone on one planet with with rock and water and that's it is is crazy to me. It's just crazy. Like where that's it, just us in the entire infinity of space on this earth that's so big and things are not discovered we probably have not found creatures that are documented there's insects that we find that are not documented not researched i i work for the wcs 
and I'm, you know, everybody knows that I've got a new job and I'm, I'm working at the Bronx Zoo and I read these snippets of these animals and when they're discovered and, and other things that are coming from them. And it just boggles the mind to know that this was discovered on this day, on this year, and there's more things and there's more branches off and there's hybrid animals coming out now. So for me to t- say that something is just straight biblical or it doesn't exist, it, it doesn't sit well with me because there's just too much evidence there to erase the idea idea that these things are not probabilities and they're not possibilities. I honestly think they are probabilities. They are probably are aliens. But the government didn't tell us they were aliens because maybe they were not ready for it. They never really concluded what it was. They don't know. They're blaming other countries. And the two other countries they're blaming, the U.S. is borderline not friendly with, Russia and China. So who knows what those things are? But I could tell you again, I'm going to reiterate here, that is not technology that we have in any country anywhere on this world. The ghost photos, the ghost videos, some of the Gettysburg video of, of ghosts, people cannot figure out. Scientists can't figure out and say that it's real or fake. There are There is evidence out there between cryptids and ghosts and UFOs. And to the skeptics out there, take the time to actually maybe watch a show and do your own research. Yes, there are fake stuff out there. There are fake videos, there are fake photos, but there's an abundance of things that make you raise an eyebrow that even actual doctors and scientists and paranormal buffs cannot figure out. From cryptids like Bigfoot and the Mothman, to ghosts, to haunted locations like Gettysburg, Pennsylvania and Eastern State Penitentiary, to the UFO stuff, to Roswell, New Mexico, to Catalina Island, to Skinwatcher Ranch. There are many, many subjects in the paranormal that have video and photo evidence that we cannot figure out or yet to have a conclusive answer. And if you're a skeptic, all I can say to you is that the evidence is there. This is going to wrap up another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. The outlet you can find me on, the social media name or tag is SWAB underscore podcast, which is basically an abbreviation for the Say What Again Billy podcast. It's on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. You can tweet me. You can DM me. Check my Instagram page for all these photos and news and stories that I post on there. I would like to thank the Anchor app as always for giving me my 25th episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I like to thank my 300 followers on Instagram. It's really mind-boggling. Every day I see new people on there following me and I really enjoy that and like that people are enjoying my content and I'm just really taken away by that. So again, thank you for Anchor. Thank you for Instagram and Twitter. SWAB underscore podcast is my social media outlet for both of those. And until next time, everyone, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.